I was out walking yesterday afternoon uh, before confessions. I went for a quick walk over in Thornwood and uh, up near the St. the Crane Road Rectory. And uh, as I was walking down the street, some uh, somebody were, you know kind of raced by me, kind of around me because maybe I wasn't walking fast enough across the street. But they were in a hurry, so zoom. And uh, half a block takes a left, which is the street that I was going to turn down. So uh, by the time I got down there, he had already kind of swung around on a Yui and uh, parked in front of a house, by his house. And uh, it was like a high school, college kid, young man. And he gets out of the car and he walks up the driveway. There's another car in the driveway. Um, garage door is open. And... Uh, his dad, it must have been his father, was in there moving some boxes, heavy boxes. And, and so I'm on the street, I'm watching, because I'm very nosy, and I'm watching all this. And uh, the kid just walked right by his father, doesn't say a word, to the, to the door that leads into the house and you know, inside the garage there. And I'm like, well, that's odd, and just walks right to the door, and then the father must have said something because the kid stopped and didn't turn around, didn't move, just stopped, looked straight ahead at the door, and like he's thinking something, and then without turning around, he goes into the house and slams the door. And so that's what I saw. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, gosh, I wonder what that's all about. And it's not like I can walk up to the dad and say, hey, what was that all about? <laughs> so, uh, but don't you ever like, get into situations like that when you're like, ah, I wonder what that is. Like you're in a restaurant or something, somebody sits down next to you at a table, and within five minutes, I got that whole family figured out, whoever they are. I got them all figured out. Because I eavesdrop, I watch body language, and things like that. And so don't ever sit next to me, all right? <laughs> But it, it struck me uh, as I kind of walked down the street and I'm thinking about those two, and I said, there's a story there for sure. And it could be anything, but in my mind I'm thinking, there's something wrong between the father and his son. Something's not right, something's off. And I wonder what it is. But then again, uh, certainly in the, you know, I had uh, the deacon read the shorter form, Today, but you know the longer form we know is the prodigal son, and we've heard that parable so many times. Uh, there's something off between the father and his boys, both of them, not just the younger one, but the older one. Something's not right. And this gospel today is an invitation for us to figure out what's what's wrong in our relationship with the father. And what are we going to do about it? Now when you go back to that parable and the younger son, who by law is owed nothing. In the, in the world of primogeniture, the older son gets everything in the inheritance. The younger son gets nothing. But the younger son give me what is give me what is mine. Well, it's not anything, but the father gives him what he wants. Son takes it, takes it and goes 
and spends it, spends his property, as it says, on a life of dissipation, booze, drugs, prostitutes, whatever. Money, sex, power. He goes and spends his property. Now, the word for property, it's the only time in Scripture in that parable where that word is used. So it's an important word. And the way it's, that particular translation of the word property is meant to uh, talk about a transaction, a reduction of an item to its value in a transaction. The son has reduced his relationship with his father to a transaction. What is in it for me? What are you going to give me? What can I take from you? That's where the son is at as he walks into the garage and into the house. But that kind of relationship can't be sustained. And, and, and indeed, it ends with the young son having lost everything because what he gets from the father is a gift. And it has to be treated as a gift. In other words, it has to be given away in the manner that it has been given. It has been given freely. It must be given freely. A gift of love must then be shared in his love. The son doesn't get it and loses it. That's what happens. And then they have this strange word in the translation for the distant country where the young son finds himself. He found himself in a distant country where he spent his property in a life of dissipation. That transaction of taking and using his father has led him to a distant country. And the translation for distant country, it's, un, it's almost untranslatable, but it, it, it comes out to uh, words like this, shadowlands, void, empty, featureless, borderless, personless, godless, a complete and utter wasteland. That is the distant country that we place ourselves in when we treat love like a transaction. That's a problem. That's a problem for us. We, 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 we think that I can just buy my way into someone's heart. I can buy my way out of trouble. We reduce our relationship God, with God to, what are you going to give me? What can I take from you? That always leads to sin and it always leads us to that Shadowlands. Maybe that's what it was that I saw yesterday. Who knows? But then it could have been uh, the older son who uh, is in his own shadowlands. He works out in the fields, slaving. For years I slaved for you, and you never gave me anything. He's no different than the, than the other kid. He's just the opposite side of the coin. One is, I'm going to take, and the other is, uh, I have to slave and, and do everything I'm supposed to do perfectly right, otherwise God isn't going to give me anything. I'm a slave to my fear that God, if I step out of line, is going to blast me to smithereens. How are they different? 
It's taking love, it's taking the gift, and squandering it or resenting it. It's resenting the Father because he's so gracious and so madly in love, and we can't get our head around it. Or we don't want to turn around and love that way. God loves us madly like this, and now we're supposed to turn around and love like this. We'd rather squander it or complain about it. But this, no. I'll walk through the garage, into the house, without giving you a glance, because I don't need you, or I'm angry at you. Either way, there's a problem. Look at your relationship with the Father. Look at the gifts that he has given to you. Do you treat them with respect? Do you look at the gift that you have received, uh, which is absolute and unconditional love from your loving Father in heaven, who has given you Jesus Christ, who is love in, in the flesh, and has is, is given it all to you? What is your response? I squander it, I ignore it, I waste it, I don't care, or God isn't a good father. He's not going to take care of me. And if I step out of line one little bit, he's going he's, he's to put me in hell. What's the answer? The answer is this. The father, when the younger son comes home, puts the robes on him and the ring and the sandals Signs of sonship, signs of being in the house. See, we can screw it up left and right. Ignore him, be angry at him. But in the end, he is looking for you and me. And he will get us. In the end, he always gets what he wants. It's up for us to say yes. To, to rise and return to my father. In that moment, it's all forgiven. It's all forgotten. The ring, the sandals, the... The, the robe, the signs of the inheritance of being in the family. You're back in the family. You're back at the table. There's always a second chance in this house. For the older son, too. Son, come in. Please stop being so obstreperous. Stop being so angry. Stop being so unforgiving. Stop being so, so calculating. It's just, it's a gift take it, come in, and let's celebrate. Because you were dead, he was dead, and you're alive again. And we have to, we have to thank God for that. What a great way to look at life, huh? For you, for me, for all of us together as a family. That there's always room at this table for everybody. It's just whether or not we want to accept the invitation. You go back to that garage, that, that shadow lands there over in Thornwood. That could have been any of us walking in and seeing the father carrying his, his heavy box. And the word, whatever it was he said yesterday, he says to each of us individually, uniquely, a different word because all of us are different and come from different experiences and have different things going on in our lives. But speak to us, he does. What's he saying to you? 
And whatever it is, it's connected to what's in that box that he carries. What's in the box? A robe? A ring? Sandals? The fattened calf? The party? The house? And, brothers and sisters, don't you ever forget this. It's free. It's absolutely, utterly free.